You have declared today how you have dealt well with me, because when the Lord had delivered me up into your hand, you didn't kill me. Therefore, may the Lord reward you good for that which you have done to me today. 1 Samuel 24, 18 and 19. Dear God, you are so forgiving. You choose to love us over and over again, even when we don't obey you and we mess up. Please help us to forgive each other the way you forgave us. We want to show love to our enemies and do good to them like David. Only you can help us do that. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. David's Kindness Towards Saul In our last story, we learned Ahimelech the priest gave David some special bread and Goliath's sword, and then David fled to King Agish of Gath and pretended he was mad because he was afraid. In this story, we will learn how Saul goes after David again, and David sneaks in and cuts off a piece of Saul's robe and decides not to kill Saul, as inspired by the book of 1 Samuel. Hi, it's Julia Sadler here. I'm so glad to have you back for another episode of the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. We're diving into a story about grace today, and it looks like Saul is finally giving up the chase. Or is he? Let's listen in and see. After returning from fighting the Philistines, Saul heard that David was in a wilderness region called Engedi. Saul gathered 3,000 of the strongest men in Israel and chased David in the wilderness. Upon arriving, Saul found a cave to rest in, but he did not realize that David and his men were hiding in the back of this same cave. David's men told him that he should go and kill Saul, for the Lord must have brought Saul to the cave for this very reason. However, David snuck through the cave and quietly cut off a piece of Saul's robe. David told his men that he couldn't hurt Saul, for God was the one who had made Saul king. David convinced his men not to attack Saul, and they listened to him. Saul left the cave without knowing that David and his men were there the whole time. David followed Saul out of the cave and called out to him. Saul turned back, and David bowed before Saul, humbling himself and respecting the king greatly. He asked Saul, Why do you listen to people who tell you that I wish to hurt you? He also said, My men told me to kill you but I chose to spare you. I will not hurt you, for God has made you king. David then showed Saul the piece of his robe that he had cut off while he was sleeping. 
This was proof that David did not want to hurt Saul, even though he could have done so quickly. David said that God would judge the actions of Saul and himself. He also said that God would be the one who would deliver him from the hands of the king. Even so, David claimed that he would commit no sinful acts, and again questioned why the king desired to harm him. After hearing David speak, Saul cried before David and asked forgiveness for trying to kill him. Saul said, You are more righteous than I am, for you have shown me goodness while I have only shown you evil. Saul then prayed that God would repay David for his kindness. Saul confirmed that David would one day be king and that he would establish his own kingdom in the nation of Israel. He then asked him to be kind to his family when he died, protecting them from harm. David promised to do everything that Saul had asked of him. Saul went home and stopped pursuing David. David took his men and went to a safe place. Now that's a great ending to a story. For now, anyway. As we open today's story, we find Saul once again chasing after David. Boy, was he determined. When Paul went into the cave where David was staying, David's friends wanted him to kill Saul. But when David had the chance, he cut off a piece of Saul's robe instead. He followed after Saul, showing him the robe and telling him how he chose not to hurt him. Today's story gives us a beautiful picture of the word grace. Grace is doing something kind for someone who doesn't deserve it. Saul did not deserve anyone's kindness. He had been mean, jealous, evil, and hateful toward David. Why would David want to help someone like that? David knew that God was the one in charge, and God had made Saul king. He also knew that God gave grace. By the way, one day very soon, David was going to mess up, and he would need that grace more than ever. But even though this story gives us a great picture of grace, another story in the Bible has an even better example. It's a story about someone who showed grace to you and to me. It's the story of Jesus. Because God is perfect and hates sin, only those who are clean without sin can be with God. And since we sin and mess up a lot, we don't deserve to go to heaven. But because God loves us so, 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 so much, as in deeper than the ocean, he decided on a plan to set things right, the best plan. He sent his only son, Jesus, to earth so that Jesus could take our punishment. When Jesus died on the cross as a sacrifice, we became clean. And because we are now clean and the sacrifice has been made, we get to be with God if we accept him as our personal savior. That means we'll go to heaven and live with God forever. And that is grace, giving us the free gift of heaven even though we don't deserve it. But just like any gift, it's not ours until we reach out and take it. 
We receive God's grace by praying and asking Jesus to forgive us of our sins, to be our personal Savior, and to help us live for Him. If you have never told God that you want this free gift and you want to follow Jesus forever, you can tell Him right now. Ask a parent or adult to help you pray and tell God thank you for His grace and love to please forgive you and to come into your life and be your savior. Okay, back to David. What was Saul's response when David gave him grace? The Bible tells us that Saul actually started crying. He asked David to forgive him and said that David was the most righteous and deserved to be king. Wow, is that the same Saul? Giving people grace can change a lot of things for the better. David showed love and grace to his worst enemy, and we can do the same. Listen to the words of Jesus in Matthew 5, 43-45. You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who mistreat you and persecute you that you may be children of your Father who is in heaven. As usual, Jesus is turning things upside down and teaching us to think about things His way. The world tells us to hurt our enemies before they hurt us, but Jesus says to love them. He says to pray for them and do nice things for them. That's how people will know that we are God's children. Do you think it was easy or hard for David to show kindness to Saul that day? If you said hard, you're right. But remember what we learned last time? David had spent a lot of time with God in the cave, and God had given him all the strength he needed. Thanks for listening to this important lesson. Come back next time to meet a new friend of David's who saves the day and brings him a really nice lunch. And... Don't forget, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. Enjoyed the podcast? Leave a review to help other parents discover us and spread the gospel around the world. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year from Pray.com. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.